Hello and welcome to Super Great Kids Stories. Fun tales from around the world which will make you laugh and sometimes cry. Recommended for ages 5 to 105. I'm Kim and I love stories. Well, hello Super Great Kids and how are you? Ooh, it's summer! Hurrah! Time to go camping under a big sky and to look up at the stars and clouds and wonder about the world. In the story this week, we're going to hear a Native American coyote story about how the stars got into the sky. But before we begin that story, can you have a little think about how you reckon the stars got into the sky? Do you think a scientist say that they're huge balls of burning gases light years away from the Earth or are they holes drilled in Sky God's cloak by hummingbirds? Or did some great giant in the sky just spill his glitter pot? Why don't you have a little think about what story you tell about how the stars got into the sky while we have a quick word with the grown-ups. Hello, super great kids. If you had a good idea for your own story about how the stars got into the sky, Maybe you could send us a picture of it. Now, are you ready to meet Coyote again, that show-off trickster? Here is storyteller Emily Hennessy with a Coyote tale, inspired by stories told by Peter Blue Cloud, a Mohawk Native American from the Turtle Clan. Are you sitting comfortably? Am I sitting comfortably? Then let's begin. Ready? Mouth open, story jump out. Coyote, part man, part dog, was walking along one night when he heard the sound of music coming through the branches of the trees. He walked down to the lake and there he saw in the shimmering moonlight the silhouette of dancers, a huge crowd of dancers down by the lake. <laughs> a party! Coyote bounded over. Ah, oh, you're lucky I'm here now. The party can begin. I am the best dancer of all. I'll show you how to dance. I'll outdance every single one of you. And Coyote began to dance. And he twirled and he whirled and he grooved and he bopped and he shook and he stamped and he shivered and he jived and he did the mashed potato and he did the boogie-woogie and he danced and he danced and he danced. And all around him, the other dancers kept dancing too, bending and swaying and shaking, quivering, rocking, twisting. They were so graceful. But Coyote would not be outdone. He kept on dancing until the sweat poured from his brow, until his legs were aching. And still the dancers around him would not stop. And he wouldn't stop either. He danced and he danced and he danced and he danced until the moon went down and the sun came up. And in the morning light, Coyote realised that 
He was not surrounded by a crowd of dancers after all, but bulrushes. And it was not music that he had heard, but the wind in the trees. <laughs> Coyote laughed at himself and carried on dancing anyway. And he danced and he danced and he danced all day long. All that dancing made Coyote feel philosophical. And that night, he sat down by the lake and gazed up at the mountains and the vast, black, empty sky above him. His head was full of questions. Big questions. Questions that needed answers. And so he called up to the black night sky. Hello? Hello? Up there? Anybody there? I've got some questions. I need to know. Why am I here? Why were we created? And he listened, but was met with nothing but silence. <laughs> Of course, thought Coyote. Well, the creator must be so high in the sky that he can't hear me. <laughs> I'll need to make my way to him. And so Coyote made himself a bow and two arrows. He shot one arrow up and it pierced the night sky. He held fast. He pulled himself up onto the arrow and when he was balanced on that arrow, he shot the second arrow, high up, ha! and it pierced the night sky. He pulled himself up uh, onto that arrow and balanced on that arrow, reached down and plucked out the first arrow and shot that one up. Ha! It pierced the night sky above him. And he heaved himself up onto that arrow and he reached down and he plucked out the second arrow and over and over and over again he climbed, higher and higher and higher into the darkness. What Coyote didn't see was that every time he pulled out one of the arrows that had pierced the night sky, it left behind a little rip a little tear in the darkness, and through those tiny little holes, bright light shone. Higher and higher and higher he went. Creator! Are you there? Can you hear me? Tell me, what's the point of all of this? Does anything matter? Tell me! Ah, oh, still silence. Higher and higher and higher he went until finally... He saw a shimmering world above him. Tiny, dancing, sparkling, twinkling lights. <gasps> this must be the heavens, he thought. I have reached the home of the creator. And he threw himself up. But up was down. Coyote tumbled down, 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 down and landed with a mighty splash. Coyote dragged himself out of the lake. He pulled himself up onto the bank beside the bulrushes and realised that 
he was back where he'd started. There were the mountains. Here was the lake. He was back in exactly the same place where he had started. He hadn't reached the heavens at all. Oh, I'll never get the answers I'm looking for. <laughs> made the shape of me, the crow flying through the sky. Ah, thank you, Goyote. Coyote saw, sure enough, there, the shape of the crow up in the night sky. Along came Twitching Rabbit. Coyote, Coyote, you, you, you are so kind. Look, look at what you have done. You have created an image of me up in the sky. Look at my lovely big ears. You can even see my teeth. And Coyote looked to where Rabbit was pointing and sure enough, there. <laughs> Rabbit, up in the night sky. Along came Big Bear and Little Bear. Look, said Big Bear, you have made us up in the night sky for everyone to see. Sure enough, there they were. Along came fox and wolf and turtle and hare and beaver and all the animals gathered around Coyote. Look, they said, you have made us in the night sky. Sure enough, there they all were. <laughs> Coyote had made the stars. Coyote had made the constellations, the whole of the world up there in the night sky. Coyote looked into the lake and saw little lights shimmering, twinkling. And then he realised, of course, this wasn't the heavens, but the reflection of the stars in the water. So, Although Coyote didn't have the answers to the questions he'd been asking, he decided it didn't matter too much, because to his friends, he'd gone from being dog to God, from dog to creator, because he had made the stars. And not just that, but he'd made his friends in the stars too. And so, the next time you find yourself looking up at the night sky, have a look. See if you can see any of Coyote's friends up there. Thanks to Emily for that story. I like the idea of Coyote dancing the mashed potato. And I did like the way he had lots of questions which he wanted answering. Always good to have a head full of questions. If you enjoyed that story, we've got nearly a hundred more. So do go back and look at some of our stories and see if you can find some which you like. Now, 
it's time for me to dip into my bag of happies and say some thank yous. First, I'd like to say a very big thank you to all our subscribers. You're helping us to keep making this podcast. A big thanks to Kofi donor Zachary from Los Angeles. Zachary would like to hear some more giant stories. Okay, Zachary, watch this space. And thanks to Ike, who's also from Los Angeles. And to Madeline. And thanks also to Apple subscribers in Sydney, Australia. Michael, Anastasia and Samson. Let us know if you're a subscriber and you'd like a mention. And thanks for some really lovely reviews to Felix, who is nearly seven, and his mum, Kim, and to Bella and to Noah and to Billy in the United Kingdom. And to Dog King Kid and Leany Bean in the United States. Thanks to all of you who took time to review us. It's a treat reading them. If you'd like to give a one-off donation of any amount on Ko-fi or subscribe to our podcast on Patreon and get bonus stories, early access and ad-free, then go to our website on supergreatkidsstories.com or to subscribe on Apple and get lots of benefits, go to Apple Podcasts and look for Super Great Kids Stories. Now... You've all been drawing and painting and sending wonderful pictures of our stories for us to share on our Facebook page. So, here's some thank yous to super great kids who have sent in pictures. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello to Apple subscriber Anastasia, who sent two excellent pictures. Anansi looks so funny drinking the hot pepper soup. And your picture of Goose Girl is amazing. The way you've drawn her wings with rainbow colours and with lots of feathers. It's really clever. It's a fun story, isn't it, Anastasia? I wonder if you could try to tell the opening of it to your little brother. And Audra from Spring in Texas has drawn a very fun picture of the donkey from the race between donkey and toad. A great donkey with his funny mane and skinny tail. He looks very confused by all the little toads who keep playing tricks on him. And seven-year-old Jack from Salbury in Pennsylvania is on a picture roll. Thanks so much for sharing all your drawings, Jack. I love the way you've drawn Stick Woman from a bird's eye perspective as she walks through the forest. Really good. And I'm delighted you've drawn the Russian story, The Little Things, on the long, cold road between Novgorod and St. Petersburg. Your pictures are a bit like maps of the stories. Thank you. And thanks to Lucas, who is eight, from Arkansas and living in Mexico. He's drawn a tremendous tiger from The Tiger, the Boy and the Jackal. It's a good story, isn't it? I like stories with tigers too, Lucas. Thanks for sharing this. And eight-year-old Dory in Kodiak, Alaska, has drawn a magnificent picture of Pip and the Moon Rabbit. It's a good story about friendship, isn't it? I really like the message it sends. Thanks for sharing your drawing, Dory. Oh, and six-year-old Matilda from Vancouver in Canada has sent a bright, happy picture of the three little pigs. It's drawn a bit like a cross-section of a doll's house. Very clever. I also really like the colourful light shining in their home. I don't think Mr Wolf stands a chance of breaking into such a happy home full of clever little pigs. Thanks very much for sharing it, Matilda. 
and six-year-old Shania has drawn an atmospheric picture of Baba Yaga the witch and her hut in the middle of the scary woods. Baba Yaga's face looks like a skull with her large eyes. It's a bit scary, isn't it? Glad you enjoyed the story. Thanks so much for sharing your picture, Shania. And super great kids fan four-year-old Olive from Auckland, New Zealand has sent yet another brilliant drawing. This one is of Odon the Giant, a story from the Philippines. Thanks for sharing this, Olive. I particularly like Odon, his greenness and his long body to show how tall he is and his spiky hands. I also like your little creatures hiding in wait for Odon to come home. <gasps> thanks for sharing it. And thanks to seven-year-old Winter from Kalamazoo in Michigan for a beautiful picture of the white elephant story. Your white elephant looks very friendly and all the labels you've added will help you remember the story. It's a good story, isn't it? Thanks for sharing it. And five-year-old Ben from Oakland in California has sent another super great picture. It's from the How and Why story, Tortoise and Sons. I really like your pictures, Ben. You've got a style of drawing unique to you. I love all the little tortoises and the way you've labelled the key characters. I wonder if you could tell your own story about how the moon got into the sky. Super great kid story fan Bobby, who is five, has sent a very fun picture. I love the way you've depicted the princess's dress with big blobs and little blobs. It's very stylish. And the way you've drawn the huge sunshine which makes everything seem bright and happy. And Mira, who is four and living in Belize, has drawn a creative picture of Anansi, Brother Tiger and Sister Chicken. Anansi is riding Brother Tiger as they stand next to their blanket with wares to sell. Mira and her sister Sasha have now listened to every Super Great Kids story in only two months. Woo! I wonder if you have a favourite. And six-year-old Ellie from Los Angeles has drawn the rainbow snake up in the cloud, shaking the slithers of ice down to make rain. Good writing too. I wonder if you could write the beginning of the story. Thanks very much for sharing it with us. If you'd like to see these pictures, they're all on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash stories. And if you'd like to send us a picture, the easiest way is to send it to me via Facebook Messenger or go to our website, supergreatkidstories.com and scroll to the bottom where you'll see a place to attach a picture. We love hearing from you. Whatever you do, just keep telling those stories and singing those songs. See you soon. This podcast was produced at Wardour Studios in London.